This week on Nintendo Main, I've had the Switch for a month, and my Joy-Con still works. And I've been keeping it pro. Keep it pro. Episode 64, we are your hosts. Episode host. 64! <laughs> 64 bits, uh, we are your hosts. I'm Trey Mega Man 64 Johnson. Oh, that's not a good one. And I'm Jeremy Powerslide Mikowski. <laughs> Power sliding to the goal. I was jumping over that wall, skipping half the level. <laughs> Did you ever do that in Mario Kart 64? Jump over the wall? Yeah, uh, wa- or the Wario State. I think well. I do I, it every time I play that level. I never did it in Wario, but I did it in Mario. In Mario's Race Raceway, you could jump on over one of the walls there. I think I only did it like one time, maybe two times. You'll have to show me sometime. But that was when that was when I learned how to power slide. I was, can show you the Wario the Wario one. It's pretty yeah. easy. I mean, that's how I learned how to power slide because it was in a Nintendo Power, like in the cheat section. It's like if you it's like if you do this, if you power slide at this part, you can jump over this wall. And I'm like power slides. I'd never heard about them before. And then I just tried it over like, and over again until I figured out how to do it. And then, yeah, if you get fast enough, you can jump over. You can jump over this wall. I mean, I don't think it's. It took me a while to do it, and I only did it like two or three times. So I don't think I can do it again now. But I can show you where it's at, and you can try it at home. Yeah, try you're it. gonna show me on your uh, retro station next time we have it. Yeah. Are you bringing your retro station to the uh, to the event? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> it would. Uh, I mean, it's kind of compact. I could just like throw some saran wrap around it and just put it in the car just keep well it. no i guess if we, one of us brings our wii u we could play mario 64 or mario kart 64 yeah no i figured i figured i'd bring the wii u just so you could see zelda on it you know because you haven't seen it fuck yeah dude bring and, it bring and then it, we can it. and then we can compare the differences even though i don't think there's a whole lot of differences speaking of differences of in zelda you know how we talked about that update last week yeah, I uh, it hasn't changed the fight with the Moblins, with the giant Moblins. I don't no, know if you've I ran know. into there them. There's stuff on the internet about it today, but I haven't. But I I ran I into them. I fought some Moblins yeah. recently, and it seemed fine. I fought some, and I thought the game was going to explode because <laughs> it just kept because it was chugging. <laughs> well, it wasn't. It was like doing where it like stops. You know, it stops for a second, and then it's fine. But it like does like you know where it stops, and it feels like it's glitching. So it did that to me still. Yeah. Yeah, somebody put a video online today that said uh, fighting with Moblins zero frames per second because it freezes up for a couple of seconds. Yeah, but, I, but have have you run into that, or is it not doing it now on the Switch? The the Moblins. I haven't freeze. seen it, but I also haven't deliberately gone out to fight the Moblins. Yeah, but I did. I know there was a room I was fighting several of them the other day, and uh, I don't remember it skipping. Oh, but yeah. it may have, and maybe I've just gotten used to. It. Sure, I, I I can't seem to find. I can't seem to get used to it. It just it just like bugs me every time, especially since I ran into the to freeze that one time, to the to the game freeze. But I I, w- I was yeah. like at a fort that had like five of them there, so that was like probably why I was while it was happening to me because there were so many of them. But I was only yeah. fighting I was only fighting one at a time. Like I wasn't fighting all four of them at once. So I don't know. But yeah, I like was fighting one and I knocked him off at the top of the fort and it kind of like glitched out when I knocked him off. Oh right! So it always and if seems he doesn't die. Yeah, it always seems to be every time. Yeah, it always seems to every time be every time I hit them, or like every time I do the death blow, it like it yep. freezes. You know, 
It's whenever you hit them to where they fly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's when it. That's when it like skips. That's and that's the video that was posted online today. Was the same thing I've seen. Yeah. In my experiences. Sure. Specifically, the Moblins. Something about them is glitchy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought figured just because they're big. I don't know. Because <laughs> they're so large, Maybe. I have no I idea. Mean, but you that can doesn't fight... happen when you fight the like Hinox. Yeah, you're right. No, I've never, I've had no problems with the Hinox at all. So I don't know why it's the the Moblin in particular. Maybe it's the animation they and do. I've, and I've had the Hinox and other bad guys attack me at the same time. Yeah, it's been no, no problem. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's it's been only been those giant Moblin guys. Maybe it's that nose animation. It just like, takes all of the power of the system. Animate that giant nose. Oh, the floppy nose, and it's sniffing. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of floppy noses, I mean, maybe it's not a floppy nose. As a, as an update to last week's podcast, I figured out what was wrong with my switch. The uh, good apparently my apparently my card is not the it's, it seems that it's not the amount it doesn't have the amount of space that it claims that it does. I guess I ha- it has to be. I guess because I tried to I tried to download Snake Pass without the card and it downloaded fine. So it must be something with the card. Has uh, everything else been working fine? Because you said your whole interface had slowed down. Yeah, no, it hasn't. It hasn't been slow. It hasn't been slow since then. So it was all really quick. the card and the switch trying to read it. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's probably I, just something wrong with the card, man. Yeah, I think it was. Um, well, it was getting slow. Like every time I would have to, I would download it and the download wouldn't work. Then it get really slow after that. So I don't know. I haven't because I, I took the card out. Like if. You know, future uh, advice for anybody who wants to download stuff not on the card, just take your card out of your Switch and then download whatever you want. Like, I know they mentioned that on NBC where they're like, I can't figure out how to put stuff on the regular memory. Just take your card out. Just take the card out. <laughs> and, then you, and then you can download whatever you want on, on the regular memory. So just take the goddamn card out. Yeah. So it just kind of came to me after we did the podcast last week. I was like, man, I should just check my card out and see what happens. And I took the card out and it downloaded fine. And then and I like, and then I well, played it, wait. yeah. And then I played it without the card in, you know, no problem. So, and then I just put the card back in, and now it's it plays both. So I I only got I've only played I only played the first level, but I like the music a lot. I mean, if you listen to last week's episode, you know that because I put two songs on there from the, from the game. But it's it's you know it's David it's a uh, David Wise stuff, so his, his stuff's great. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a fine game, and I'm getting a little more used to the mechanics, but. Just like you, I'm only a few levels in. I'm like five or six, I think, in. Yeah, and I was playing it. I was playing it in the easy way, so I wasn't using R to go forward. So that was okay. a little different. So I switched the controls around to using R, and it makes a little more sense to me, I guess. Yeah, I thought that fall. Yeah, I was. I was. I, I just looked at the controls because I was invert the camera. Oh, okay. And I switched it to easy to see if it would make a difference. But I thought the easy was kind of weird because uh, the slither, like slithering back and forth. I think it's more difficult doing that. Doing it that way than holding R and pushing back and forth on the control stick. So yeah, I like that way better. But it's yeah, it looks. I think it looks nice now. I think there was an update, so it seems to be smoother. I guess. I mean, when I was just playing it now before, you know, as as I was waiting to connect, and uh, it seemed to be working fine. So I thought it looked. I thought well, it looked it's definitely good. still in my top three Switch games I own. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that yeah, just under uh, snipper clips. Just barely. Uh, speaking of snipper clips, they. Uh, they added a bestsellers thing on the eShop. Did you see that? Yeah. And Snipper Clips is number one. Yay. <laughs> Woo. I, mean, I mean, it's not really a surprise, I guess. It's like the only game with a demo. So, it's, I mean, only American game with a demo. So, I guess that explains it. But in like Zelda was like sixth, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I saw that on there. But yeah, little by little, they're adding extra stuff to the eShop. They, uh, yeah, because most people bought Zelda. 
physical, I guess. Yeah, I fig- I figure that, and not not a- and plus it's like a twenty gig game or something like that. If you download it, it's something it's something large. But yeah, it's you can look at what's the best sellers are, and I think I think now there's what is there like I think there's like twenty six games on there now, something like that. Yeah, a lot or of those that, uh, Neo Geos. Oh no, it's twenty four. There's there's twenty four games total on the eShop. So got that going for him. Did you get Metal Slug? I did. I did not get Metal Slug. No. I'm. Uh, I don't know. I. Uh, I mean, I've. I played Metal Slug. Like I have an. I have an SNK game for Wii that just has. It's just like SN, SNK Collection One, and it has like the first like the first games of all their series pretty much, and it has Metal Slug One on it, and and I think I have the Metal Slug Collection for Wii also. So I played a lot of them. So it's not really. I don't know. It's more fun for me to play the fighting games than the than like the beat 'em up arcade stuff. I guess I think I get more more replayability out of it. That's why I haven't really gotten the Metal Slug because those games I kind of just play through it once and don't play it again. Oh right. So it hasn't been as high in my radar. Where I've played through like King of Fighters like fifteen times, probably maybe more. I don't know. I'm not keeping track. But I mean that's a game you can game. You know those games I go through a lot more because it's like you just pick a different guy and you know get a different ending and all that. So it's more interesting, but yeah, I mean, I thought about getting one like when I got the golf game, but I haven't, I haven't gotten it yet. But it's on there. One, one, and three are on there. I'm still holding out for Samurai Showdown. What's up with that? Right, me too, man. Yeah, we're we're recording this early, so we haven't seen the full update of Thursday yet. But apparently, there's some there's some like Wii U stuff on there. The uh, what, were you, what were you saying was on there? The uh, Star Soldier was one of them. Yes, yeah, Star Soldier's one on the Wii U, and then uh, the Game is like track and field. What's it called? Oh, a World Sports Champion or something like that, or World Sports Edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Turbo Graphics game. It was actually, it came out for Wii like towards the very beginning because I remember getting it. I actually got it just because you know my roommate and I we were bored and we wanted a game, so we just bought that one because it was fairly cheap. And it's okay, you know. It's it's just basically like the Olympics with like little mini games in there. Just kind of funny that it just took so long for it to come out. I don't think it's going to cause anybody to come running back to their Wii U, but you never know. <laughs> Tupper graphics, yes. Never know, man. Yeah. I mean, they got a really sweet uh, save state menu, so. Oh, yeah, sure. So you got that on there. How is your um, How's your left Joy-Con going? Is it still, like, jumping out of the thing? I mean, you have a Pro now, so you don't really use it, but is it still problematic? Nope, I haven't used the Joy-Cons. I, I use them when I'm, like, playing it in bed or, you know, on the couch and it's been fun it's annoying oh okay well if you didn't want to if you didn't want to deal with sending it into nintendo like i heard of a alternate method to get it fixed that you can do if you if you can find it i've I've, buy it somewhere and then and then return your broken one yeah no that's that's what i've heard that people have been doing is because you can buy you can buy them single you can buy like a left or if you can find them you can buy you can buy like a single left or single right and people have just been buying left ones and just switching it and taking it back and saying it's broken. So then you have a new Joy-Con. Oh, wow, no. I didn't know you yeah. were going to say that. I was just guessing. Yeah. No, that, that's an actual thing, apparently. That's what I heard. People have been doing that. Well, you could buy the pair, too, and just switch out that one. Yeah, you could. Or you could just buy one, and then you don't have to have, you know, if you just want one, you just buy one and then just open it and put the other one in there and take it back and say, yeah, this doesn't work. Give my money back. And then they give you your money right, back. Right, but if you, and you, have but if you bought a pair, you, yeah. just, you do the same thing and just return both of them. True. You would just have to spend more money initially before the switch. Yeah, you could. You could do it either way. But I've considered that. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was but then funny. I'm, yeah. then I'm just kind of screwing the next person over in the line that buys the... 
Well, they're just. I mean, if you like, that if you turn it into GameStop, they're just going to send it to their, you know, to their fix company or whatever. I mean, I guess you're keeping one person from getting a getting a left Joy-Con, but they're probably trying to do the same thing as you. They're probably. To, I mean, if they're buying a single Jeff left Joy-Con, I think they're doing it to fix their broken one. So you guys are in the same situation. So don't worry about it. <laughs> well, I've still only seen it in a pairs i haven't seen a single unit in the wild yeah i mean i saw it online like i said you could buy it online but yeah i haven't all i uh, yeah all i saw was the two but that's all i've really seen of any switch things just like cartridges and you know some joy con sets that i saw at a gamestop but but uh yeah we're going to the i mentioned it before but we're going to the midwest gaming classic this weekend uh this podcast will probably be up like right on the day that we leave but i'm, I'm hoping i'm wondering if we'll actually see some switches i mean i'll see your switch but I've never seen another Switch other than mine. <laughs> so it's like... Oh, you haven't? I haven't seen... No, I haven't... Well, I haven't seen... A, no. Have you? Do you know of other people who have them that you've seen? Yeah, my brother. Oh, yeah, your, your brother has one. But yeah, no, I don't know I don't know anybody I that has one. I should have taken a picture, but I did, I did set them down next to each other Yeah. when I was at his house. I mean, I know that I know that the people that I was in line with, like at, at Best Buy, like they have them, but they didn't open them there. You know, they were in boxes. So I haven't actually seen like a Switch like out other than mine that'll be crazy i'm wondering how many we're gonna see at the actual event like do you think that people have i mean it's like so it's still so early i mean like we said earlier the beginning it's been a I month people month are gonna of be the wearing switch. them like flavor flavor that uh clock no. <laughs> yeah i hope they do that that would be hilarious <laughs> just a bunch of people walking around with with switches hanging from their necks and they'll be like i got all the switches clocking all the riches and they just be singing dr dre and stuff yeah and it'll be all right. They'd sort of be like if uh, Flava Flav and a Teletubby had a baby. <laughs> yeah. And then they just have a TV on a, on a chain. Yeah. And they just walk around being like, yeah, boy, look at my Switch. <laughs> so supposedly, uh, I guess I guess a lot of ukulele games got sent out. And uh, there's been some lukewarm reviews of that game, which is unfortunate. I don't know if... It I, is unfortunate. Yeah. It's been hyped to shit, man. Yeah. Have you read? Have you read any of them? of the reviews no i've seen i've seen scores but i haven't actually read any reviews yeah i read uh i read the u.s gamer one and i read the ign one and from what i from what i gathered the game you know the game looks great the soundtrack's great the characters are cool and just the main problem is the uh controls not as good as it should be and there's one level that just sucks that's just like incredibly flat and boring as shit and that level is like probably like 20 percent of the game so and the game's not very long also they like they didn't feel like it was worth the price i guess so and, but, i mean it's not a it's a 40 dollar game right well yeah currently yeah that's what they're saying like it's not it's i don't know maybe it should be longer or maybe they should have cut that level in there that really sucks because it's like a casino level and apparently most of it's based on you like trying to like win at slots which sounds incredibly boring <laughs> you know because it's all like luck there's no challenge to it whatsoever but yeah. i mean i still want to play it I mean, it got a 7 out what of 10. What about graphically? Did it get, uh, <clears throat> were they saying the graphics were really nice? Because that's what I noticed about it. Yeah, they said Yeah, they said the graphics look fine. Like, overall, it looks good. It's just the control and some and one of the levels is, is bad. And that's why it's getting, like, a mediocre reviews. Like, it got a 7. It got, it got two point, uh, point 0.2 lower than Snake Pass on IGN. <laughs> so Snake Pass got a better review. But, uh, yeah, I got a 7 on IGN and got a 3 out of 5 on US Gamer. So that's like 6 out of 10, which is not that good, I guess. But I don't know. I'd really like to know. I'd really like to know when the when the release date is for it. 
nobody's really said anything. You still haven't found anything online for that, right? Because it's supposed to come out next Tuesday, but there's been no rumblings about the Switch version and if that'll come out next Tuesday. It'd be great if it did, but you'd think that somebody would have said something about it by now if it was going to, you know. Yeah, I I think they would be uh, listing it in the release dates and stuff by now. I think some people have, have listed it, but it's not... But that it's not definite, or they don't they don't think it's, it's not definite. Confirmed. Yeah, so uh, that's what kind of worries me because I really would like. Yeah, I wish it. Sh- they should all launch at the same time. I understand they need more time, I guess, because they haven't had as much time to develop it for Switch than they did for the Wii U. I'm sure. Right, and maybe I don't know if they had to scrap all that old code and start over again, or yeah, I don't know how, that, how works. that works, or like how yeah how close they are. I don't know. It's, it'd be cool if they you know it'd be cool if it was easy, but I have no idea how hard it is to do that. But one thing that did come out today on, uh, or not today, came out yesterday and came out on other systems is uh, Lego City Undercover. We talked we talked about that. It's, uh, it's $59.99, like it's full price again. But what I didn't realize is there's a co-op mode on it now. So there's two-player, and that wasn't in the original game. So you have that on there as an addition, I guess, if it's yeah. worth the extra and 40 bucks like, to have a player too. It looks better. Yeah, I mean, well, the loading time's a little bit, a little bit quicker i think i'm sure i mean maybe it looks better i don't know i thought it looked pretty good when it came out but it's kind of crazy that that's a 20 dollar game like retail for the yeah. wii u yeah it's 19.99 for the wii u and 59.9 it's just I, I just find it crazy that it's so high for the for the switch is it yeah. 59.99 for ps4 also because normally those yeah normally the lego games like aren't 60 normally they come out at 50 like they come out like 10 dollars less than most games I thought it was that price across the board. Yeah, I could check. It just seems a little because I know like the past, like uh, like Lego, like Lego: The Force Awakens, and like Lego Batman Three, like all those were were uh, fifty when they came out. Yeah, Ooh. it's sixty bucks for the PS4 too. Oh really? Well, okay. <laughs> it's a yeah. four year old game. It's an old game, yeah, but it's a fun Being game at full price. Yeah, it would be. There's yeah. a version for the Wii U available for twenty dollars retail. Yep, <laughs> for nineteen ninety nine, and you can download it also. You don't even have to find it; you can buy it online. Twenty bucks. Hopefully, hopefully they resolve that that issue with the false packaging on the where it said that we talked about it last week, but where they were saying that there's going to be some huge patch that was somehow yeah. bigger than the actual download game. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen I haven't seen any Lego City undercovers in the wild yet, but I hope they hope they figure that out, and it and it doesn't just say like twenty gig download on it. Or a 20 gig install on the back. It's so weird, though, that they're porting a Wii U game to the next generation of systems. Yeah. Because well, that wasn't on PS3, was it? No, it was not. It was it was, a, it was, was an exclusive. It was an exclusive until it was re-released to, for the Switch and everything else. So, I mean, so when they went back to the drawing board for the Switch, maybe they were just like, eh, let's just do it for everything. No, I think they were planning on re-releasing it on the other systems. I think it's the other way around. They're like planning on releasing it on PS4 and Xbox One. But they're like, why don't we just re-release it on the Switch too? You know, oh. and see if we can get it again. Because I think well, that I think it should be twenty dollars, but yeah, <laughs> well, maybe like thirty, maybe like thirty. Yeah, it should at least be like thirty. If it was thirty, then I'd say like uh, it's probably worth it. Like the ten dollars for the extra for the co-op stuff. But as far as I know, there's not really like any added missions or anything like that. I mean, if they had some like DLC things added to it or something like that, it might be worth it. But it's not really. I mean, it's not really like a game of the year edition. I mean, they didn't really have any DLC that I know of added to it. But, I mean, it is fun. It's just, yeah, not that fun <laughs> for 60. I mean, you'll just have to wait for it to drop, you know, if that ever happens. 
whenever they do eShop sales, whenever, you know, whenever that becomes a thing, which I'm yeah. sure it might for the Switch at some point. Well, Zelda's still holding my attention, so Nintendo's <coughs> not in hot water yet for me. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I will definitely attack Snake Pass a little more once I'm done with Zelda, and then I'll move on to maybe some stuff on the Wii U. And I think that stuff enough stuff's come out while I've been playing Zelda that I can stay entertained for a little while. Yeah, I mean, there's some stuff. You can play, like, Spectre of Torment or, or like, King of Fighters or something. I don't know. You find, you find well, I'm thinking Pikmin there. 2 on the Wii U. Yeah, and you play some play some uh, new play control Pikmin 2. That's on there. There was another, uh, speaking of, like, games on on Switch, they announced uh, NBA NBA Playgrounds. It looks like an NBA Jam-type game today. It's uh, it's coming out next month for uh, for the Switch, so that's cool. It's uh, it actually got included in there. Comes out for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. So I hopefully I hope that's going to be a trend where they you know where, where that's on there. I get tired of things just coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. But it looks cool. Like the characters have big heads. They're all like super cartoony. The trailer looks like it's in 3D. So I'm wondering if it's going to be sort of 3D. I hope there's the option to play it in 2D because I want it just to to be like a straight up NBA Jam type thing. But if you watch the trailer, they're doing like the same the same sort of of uh, dunks that they did that they did like in the original ABA Jam. So it's very much pulling from that, and they have big heads as well. I'm excited to play that. It's only going to be twenty bucks, and it comes out next month. So that's uh, that's definitely on my radar. For sure, maybe there'll be some cool online mode on it or something like that. Yeah, I'm checking out the trailer for it right now. I hadn't seen it uh, seen it in motion, but it looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. I watched it, I watched it earlier, and I was just I was just surprised that there was a a trailer for a switch game. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, why not? It's a it's a hot commodity now. Put some more put some more games on there. Hell yeah, keep giving us games. The sooner the better. The drought is real. It is. Which I mean, I'm seeing a lot of people talking about Persona 5. I haven't read any reviews of that or anything, but oh, well, it's 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 not doing bad. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's not Are gonna... you going to get it? Yeah, I'm going to get it. But not yet cuz I'm saving my money for the game thing. But no, I'd very much like to get it. But I'd also, as I mentioned last week, I'd, I'd also like to beat Tokyo Mirage Sessions before I get into it, just because they're kind of they're similar, they're the same company. But yeah, no, I, I've never. I mean, I played I played Persona One on my PlayStation Portable, and I didn't really like it. But that's a PlayStation One game, and it's just it was just strange. But I really like I like Japanese RPGs, and I've heard a lot about Persona Four, like Persona Four Golden for uh, for the Vita. Yeah, and uh, Five sounds great. I mean, it's it, yeah. Any any game where you can run around Tokyo and pretend that you live in Tokyo is uh, has a thumbs up for me. <laughs> Anything where I can pretend that I don't live in America is a great game. It's a great <laughs> game to play nowadays, <laughs> or any day. You know, live in a make believe uh, world. In yeah, some way or another. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's cool because your character apparently your character has to like actually commute to their job. Like you have to take the subway and you know. Well, it's like it takes place in high school, but you can have like a part time job. And you have to study for you have to study for tests and stuff like that. So it's so you have to. Um, it's been it's been compared to like the show Buffy if you've ever watched that. Yeah. Where like uh, you know where like they like fight monsters as friends, but they still have to go to school and take tests and stuff like that. That's kind of it's kind of a lot how how those games go supposedly. Students by day, heroes by night. Yeah, <laughs> but you still have to like you still have to study and take tests, and if you want money, you have to go get a job and. Stuff like that, and there, and I know there's like, um, there's like social links, or I forget what they're called in this one. But you have to like, you have to like talk to your teammates to gain like, you know, certain abilities and stuff like that. So it's like all based around like friendships and 
And I know you can like date some of your friends also, like depending on, you know, it's sort of like Harvest Mooney where you can like, you know, pick which one you like and pursue them and all that type of stuff. But it's, yeah, it's supposed to be like a hundred hours and all that. So that one's on my radar for sure. But I don't know when I'll actually get into it because I'd like to finish Zelda before that. And I don't know, you know, I don't know where I'm at on that. Same here, man. I'm still, I still feel like I'm a ways off, but we'll talk about that. Sure. But it must, but I still, you know, it'd still be nice to take a break from it every once in a while. I agree. That's why I've seriously considered Setsuna, but for the price, I'm still a little put off by it because I could get it on my computer for less. Yeah. What is it on Steam for? I want to say it's 20. It might be 30. Oh, yeah. I would guess 20 or less. I don't know what it's selling for in PS4, but I would guess it's probably less than that. Yeah. It's probably been been on sale where I could get it even cheaper, too, if I were paying attention. Oh, yeah, sure. I, uh, we forgot to mention it last week, but apparently there was a listing for uh, for Game Freak for for new uh, for new workers. Did you did you happen oh, to catch yeah. that? Oh like, yeah, and the internet kind of like got into a temporary frenzy about a new Pokemon game. Well, it was uh, the way it was described. It was like it basically described the graphic the graphical abilities the Switch has. So it was like, okay, this must be something for the Switch. And there was still that whole rumor about Pokemon Stars or whatever it's called. Which never, you know, which never got announced, and some people think that's still an actual thing. I'm not convinced on it, but I'm sure they're working on something. You know, maybe it's like, "Hey, you Pikachu, too." Oh, wait, there's no microphone. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's uh, maybe it's Pokemon Pokemon Snap Switch Switch Snap. Something Pokemon like that. Swatch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Swatch sounds like sounds like dirty <laughs> Pokemon Swatch. Pokemon Swatch. It's like, hey, look at my Swatch. You gotta get. You gotta go up to a tree, cut a swatch off it, and <laughs> run around and smack some Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Sounds like a great time. They should just make a. They should just make a Pokemon game that just consists of all those mini games from the like the Pokemon Coliseum and and like Stadium games and all that, and just make that online. I'll, I'll buy that game. It'd be fun. That'd be fun. Just make it. Just make it all the mini games and make it online. Then you don't have to do anything. <laughs> just take the video and, and put some board in there, like Mario Mario Party. Just just add a just add a game board, make you play those many games. Done. Pokemon Party. It's done in the can. Sixty bucks online. Done. Pay for it. I'll pay for it. Well, I just looked up. Uh, I am Setsuna on Steam. It's the same price. It's forty. Oh, okay. Well, oh well. I guess it never got lowered. I think because it came out last year on PS4, so I figured it would be lower by now. That doesn't mean like during the crazy Steam sale in December it may have gotten cheaper, but yeah. I missed out on that. Well, there's like crazy. There's flash. I feel like there's flash sales like every other week on PlayStation. Yeah, or like they do it for like a month or something like that. So yeah, I'm sure it was on sale at one point. I just never really looked into it. There's like a there's like a humble bundle for PS4 where you can get some stuff for like you can get you can get all the Dark Siders that you ever wanted. <laughs> you can get more of that. <laughs> That's on there. But uh. Yeah, I was looking at it because, like, for eleven bucks, I could get like uh, Destroy All Humans one and two. It's like a re-release from the PlayStation Two one, but I like playing those games, so I thought about doing it. I mean, for ten bucks for both of them, I thought I thought about doing it. Except I don't have any space on my PS4, so I have to rearrange a bunch of stuff. But and it's for charity. Yeah, well, it's for charity. Well, I guess you get download codes so you can do it later. You know, at your earliest convenience or whatever. Or just as you're gonna play them, you can download them. Yeah, is there uh, is there anything that you know of that's coming out tomorrow for Switch? Probably not, right? We have we didn't really do our eShop jingle, but it hasn't been it hasn't been Thursday yet, so we'll save that for our after Thursday stuff. But there's nothing you know no, of that's I probably dropping tomorrow, I, right? I've been looking online all day trying to find something yeah. for the Switch, and I haven't. 
Yeah, I don't feel like there's really they've really posted anything. I mean, there might be another like arcade thing or like another Neo Geo drop or something like that. Maybe they'll give you a Metal Slug yeah. X or something like that. I don't know. Or Mega, Metal Slug 2. I'm sure there'll be some sort of small Samurai thing. Showdown. Yeah, Samurai Showdown would be great, but I wouldn't hold my breath for it. But you never know. Is there is there anything you've been playing other than Legend of Zelda and Snake Pass this week? Nope. Yeah. I, I, I mean, at all. I started I, playing a little Far Cry 4 on my computer, but I barely grazed the surface of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't had a whole lot of time. I actually, I actually took my Switch to work over the weekend, so that was cool. I took my Switch to the bar, and uh, the bar I work at on oh, Saturday... Yeah? I, I, well, I come in there like in the afternoon and there wasn't really anybody in there yet. So we played like, we played like a uh, Puyo Tetris, like on the tabletop and that, and that was fun. And, uh, and then oh, like sweet. the other, the other bar I work at on Sunday, like I work late, I brought it in there and we played like, we played some stuff after hours and everybody was, everybody liked it. So played some more, played some more Tetris tabletop stuff. So it's cool that it's such a portable two player thing. You know, I know you've done it before at work, but I did it too at yeah. work. Because a couple people that I work with, you, like they felt like a real like Nintendo advertisement. Yeah. Life. Well, there are a couple people that I work with. They want one, and they've never seen one, so that's why I brought it in. I was like, oh, "Hey, check it out!" And they were they were totally into it. They like the like the controllers and all that. It's just uh, one of the guys. He just wants more games on it, which is understood. Doesn't feel like there's enough to warrant a purchase oh, right now. Right before he buys one. Yeah. Just wants more to play. He just wants Smash Brothers on there, but <laughs> we'll see if I'm sure that'll happen eventually. But yeah, see what happens with that. But uh, is there any is there any other news that you can think of that that we missed out on or that I forgot to mention? No, not that I can think of, man. Okay, well then let's take a break and then we'll talk about sixty four games for a while. Sounds good. So it's our 64th episode, and since this is that's the only time it's going to happen until we get to 100 uh, episode 164, might as well talk about some 64 games or something, right? For this episode, yeah, 64, man, and it fits since we're since we're heading to the retro the retro expo thing. So there'll be 64 games all over the we'll place. We'll probably see 64s. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I bought a 64 there last year for for pretty cheap. Oh so. shit! Yeah. Uh, are there any are there any sixty four games that you think you're looking for while you were there? I forgot to ask you. I was going to ask you that at the beginning of the show. If there's anything, I think we talked about it before. Yeah, you you were saying that you were looking for that uh, the handheld, right? The Tommy, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called a Microvision. Oh, okay. If I can find a cheap one of those. I might yeah. grab one. Are there any sixty? Are there any sixty four games you think you're looking for that you haven't played? Oh, that I haven't played. Yeah, or that you don't have. I'd say as far as ones I don't have, I mean, I'm going to look at the Conkers. If there's one that's less than like fifty, I might think about buying it. Oh yeah, I doubt there will be. I found one that was a hundred bucks in box last year. Yeah, maybe there'll be one that's like really beaten up, but it still works or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you might be able to get. A, I don't know. They said those are like kind of rare now, though, right? Like I bought mine for ten dollars new at Toys R Us when it came oh, out. Oh, they're definitely rare. I don't yeah. expect to find one that meets my criteria, but I'm still gonna look. Sure, I was. Uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind finding the. Uh, what was the Star Wars game? Not Shadows of the Empire, the Rogue One or whatever it's called. Oh, Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want that game. Oh yeah, yeah, that game's cool. The the original one, the first one. 
Yeah, the first one. On okay. 64. Yeah. Also, um, Battle for Naboo is good too. It's an it's an episode one game, but it's like the same com- It's the same guys who do. It's basically like a sequel to Rogue Squadron, but taking place in the prequel world. So there's like oh, okay. space battles and stuff like that in it. It's a it's a decent game. Like I, it was a, it was a, it was a spiritual sequel to that. But I enjoyed that game a lot. I think it was the best episode one. Well, I think like that game and uh, and the nab the whatever whatever it's called the uh, the pod racing game <laughs> were both were both the best games to come out of episode one. I forget what the I think it's just called Star Wars Pod Racer. That yeah, was, that, uh, that was also we a sixty four. Yeah, if I found a copy of that, I might buy it. I yeah. think that one's pretty cheap. Yeah, that game's decent, but Battle for Naboo is better, just because it's all like it's more like Rogue Squadron, where it's like uh, like land based combat stuff. Yeah, and there, and there was, I actually don't have a copy of Mario sixty four, so I might grab one of those if it's the price is right. Oh yeah, I actually have a box for that. I have a I have a Mario sixty four box that one of my roommates left, so I had one in box, which is cool. Very nice. <clears throat> But I wanted. There's some like obscure ones that I've never played, like uh, like Glover. I wanted to see if I could find that game. Never oh, played that game, that game. See if I could get it cheap. I don't know. People were really like really liking it, so I was like, yeah, I'll try that. And I mentioned that I wanted to find Mischief Makers. I haven't played that in a while. I'd get that one again. I don't know. I was looking for. I mean, I was looking for Harvest Moon last time I was there. Harvest Moon 64. But then I ended up getting the ended up getting the Game Boy Advance version one version of it, which is which is better. So and and you can buy that virtual on uh, Virtual Console now for ten. So it's not that it's not that rare, I guess. Or not one I'm super seeking out, but Right. Unless you just really want to own a game for your collection. Yeah. I was looking to find so, I mean, like as far yeah. as all the games that I would want to buy, a lot of them I, I could find through the download or I already have. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on whether you want to get it if it, you really want to I get in a physical version or not. One thing I'd like to get, it's kind of obscure and it's and it's not cheap, but I'd like to get Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 for 64 because it was like what was that the last game they made for it because I know they released it like way later or was yeah, there another it was one like after that? By far the last game they made. Yeah, but that one, that one's kind of rare too, but I, I would I wouldn't wouldn't mind getting a hold of it. Plus I kind of wanted to collect all the colored cartridges. All the cartridges that have different colors, and I know that one's colored because I don't because I have yeah, like, I have one and two, but I don't have three. Yeah, because Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two are yellow and blue, and uh, Donkey Kong Donkey Kong sixty four is yellow, and um, Spider Man is red, and uh, I know what is it WrestleMania two thousand was black. I was trying to think of all the different colored cartridges they had. I have most of them. I oh, think right. I think one of the Turoks is black. Gold. Also, we have yeah both of those early Zeldas were gold, but I think it was. Uh, it was either Turok Three or Turok Rage Wars was 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 black. I think it was probably Turok Three, which I don't have either of those. But uh, I rented Rage Wars and it, and it didn't work. <laughs> it uh it like broke halfway through. Oh shit! And I found out that it was that a lot of them were glitched. But that was that time. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember NBA Hang Time? Oh, I would get that game. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of NBA Jam stuff, it was like the spiritual successor yeah. to NBA NBA Jam, except you could play on like rooftops and in like graveyards and stuff like that, and you could make weird like monster characters <laughs> and like you could make your own guys. So you could play as oh, like really? giant chickens and stuff like that. Yeah, it was it was like NBA Jam on steroids. It was great. They kind of just went crazy with it, and you could create your own characters and your own teams and stuff like that. Then you played it, and you played it at obscure locations. So it was fun, and it was I four, suppose it was four I might, player. I might, uh, if I seen a copy of Kirby sixty four, I might think about it. Yeah, I like that game too. I thought about getting that on Virtual Console, but I never did. That was one of those games that I rented. I rented it and beat it like while I had it rented, but I just had such a good time with it that I wanted to go through it again. Yeah, I think that's. I on, think I rented yeah. it as well. Yeah, yeah. I think we uh, we 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 were making we were going to make lists of like top however many favorite sixty four games and. 
or games with the 64 title in them. And I think that's, that's on my list. The, Kirby 64. I know it had a, had a, had a subtitle to it too, didn't it? Wasn't like shards of something or other or crystal shards of destiny or yeah. Shards of glass and Kirby's ass. Yeah. It's the crystal shards. (laughs) I like that one. The the shards of glass and Kirby's ass. It's the broken crystal of pinkness. I don't know. Yeah. That that was a cool game. We've, uh, we did it. We did a 64. We did a 64 episode, a 64 launch episode. So I kind of I kind of counted like Mario Kart 64 and Pilot Wing 64 out of there, or not Mario Kart, uh, so Mario 64 and Pilot Wing 64 and Wave Race 64 because I'll, I kind of we are we already talked about all those. I didn't want to talk about them again, so I counted those out. But one of my and we mentioned it earlier, but one of my games with 64 in the title is a uh, Harvest Moon 64. That was the first one. That was the first okay. one I really got into because I never really played. I'd heard about the Super Nintendo one, but I never played it. And I remember buying the. Harvest Moon 64 one. I actually played it while we were in college a lot at Lincoln. So that was that. And I liked, uh, I don't know, I liked the way it worked. And I liked how you could upgrade your stuff. And you could, like, upgrade your watering can to where you could, like, water nine squares of stuff at once. And I liked how you could upgrade your weapons and find, like, gnomes to work for you and stuff like that. It was, like, it was like the one that I think I liked the most out of all of them. Aside from, like, the Game Boy one, which is similar. Some extra stuff. But so I played the GameCube one, and it wasn't as fun, I don't think, as, as that one. So that was like kind of the Harvest Moon peak for me. Was have Harvest Moon sixty four? Do you have a? Do you have any? Do you have any more on your list? Um, I threw Excite Bite sixty four on here, which we talked about briefly. Yeah, we mentioned it, but we never really got into it. Bots episode. Yeah. We didn't get into it because it was a different because a different developer and it, than the um, the guys who did those. So it's a different game. Do you you ha- you have that game right? Or that's you... just a solid ass. Uh, yeah, it's just a solid uh, motocross game it's really fun yeah the, the best thing i liked about that was that you could unlock the original game on there <laughs> yep and though i tried playing it again and it's sure it's, it's, a, it's a hard game like i had a hard time even like pay, placing it in the, in the top three like on the regular on just the regular races not even the hard ones it came out in 2000 so it's a relatively new as far as the 64 game goes yeah it came out like towards the end towards the end of the system and i remember it kind of kind of came kind of came out of nowhere too and it was it was unexpected for me because I had not heard anything about about uh, Excite Bike in a while. I thought everybody had forgotten about it. Did you? I think I mentioned it on a previous podcast, but uh, the game Nitro Bike for Wii was the uh, sequel to that to Excite Bike. 64. Oh right, it's so done, it was made by the same company, but it, they didn't have the license to. Yeah, it, it came Excite out. Bike anymore. Yeah, it came out like the same time as Excite Truck because they had already moved the license over to to the Excite Truck guys. But yeah, the game's yeah. all right. I played. I, I got it for really cheap and played it for a little bit. Yep, same company, Left Field Productions, made both of those games. Yeah, yeah, Left Field did. Um, I don't think we. I don't think we ever got into Mario Kart 64, but that was like that was like the breakout Mario Kart game for me because I never really, I, I never really got it. Got into the Super Nintendo one, so that was my first. That was like my first Mario Kart experience, and I played the crap out of that game. Oh yeah, I remember this because this game came out before. I ever got a Wii or a Wii before I ever got an N sixty four. Yeah, didn't it? And come I remember out? the first time yeah. I played it at uh, a Hills or a Kmart or something like that. You know, it had that same effect that Mario sixty four had on me. It's like blew my mind. Oh, like, I was like playing Rainbow Road and all that. Yeah, and I was just like, "Holy shit, this is amazing!" Yeah, well, I had a friend that got it, and I and I played the uh, we played a lot of battle mode and like racing and stuff like that, and I was like, "Oh, this game's really fun." So I just yeah, I went out and got it and just played the crap out of the single player stuff and. And we played, and we played battle mode. You know, played a lot of like block fort and all that stuff. And it was, uh, yeah, the the battle mode was actually a lot of fun in that game. Yeah, yeah, we we played a lot of it. Like we did a lot of four player stuff with that. And I remember, yeah, the I 
the first time I figured out how what power slides were through Nintendo Power. Like, cause they were, there was like a, there was like a shortcut in the Mario circuit where you could jump over one of the walls and they were talking about power slides and I never heard of such a thing. And then I went and kept trying to do it over and over again until I figured it out. And after that, like you can, you can, you can, if, if somebody knew power slide, you couldn't beat them if you didn't know how to power slide. So it was like a nice, it was like a nice little like cheat that was in there and none of the computers did it yet then, you know? And like, I had never, I mean, it was at the time where you didn't really, you couldn't really read. I mean, you could read about stuff online, but you didn't really. So I didn't really know. You know, I didn't know anything about it. Like, all I really saw was, like, all these mock-ups of characters that weren't actually in the game, you know, that people said were in there as rumors and all that. But I didn't I didn't find the power slide until way later. Yeah, I my friend Chip had gotten this game. And back in the day, you know, back in, like, middle school, we always played Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo. So yeah. that was kind of a game that my group of friends had been playing since way back when. So uh, when he got this game, he was the first person to get a 64. Like, we would go spend the night at his house and play the shit out of this game like like you were saying the battle mode block yeah, fort uh, sure yeah all that play the crap out of it man and uh just such a such a wonderful game at the time I, it and it it instilled a deep love of mario kart in me i mean i loved the first one on super nintendo don't get me wrong but once it became like a 3d game like a truly 3d it just like took on a whole new element for me and uh, oh yeah because it could be like multi-level and all that yeah, exactly. You weren't all just on one plane. Yeah, even so, though I don't think you know it's... when that came out for Game Boy Advance, that was sort of a throwback to the yeah, Super the, Nintendo version. Yeah, true, yeah. but it was still a lot of fun. They still added some elements of the of Mario Kart sixty four in it. But uh, this game's great, man, and I, I still like it. Like I still pop it in. You know, well, mostly I played on my <laughs> Wii U. I own it on my Wii U. I yeah, own it's, my yeah, Wii. It came out came out for Virtual Console. I, have it on I don't. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. it on the cartridge form too. Yeah. And, uh, I, it's always fun. Every time I play it, I, I have a good time. And I always go to Wario Stadium. There's a really crazy, like, skip you can do in that. It's pretty easy to do. Yeah. You can also get so fucked. It's always yeah. fun to go there, and you can skip over half the level. Oh, really? Because I knew you can get... Just by jumping over yeah. this one wall at the beginning. I know you can get fucked over there, too. Like, when they drop you, if you get shot, like, over that one jump and you fall in, you yeah. can get, you can, you'll get stuck, like, halfway. You'll, like, have, like, half the race between you and everybody else. Oh yeah, that that did suck when that yeah. happened. That's good. It's a, a funny story about Mario Kart 64. I don't know if I told you or not, but my copy of Mario Kart 64 was stolen from me at a in college at LCC. Somebody 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 grabbed it out of my room. So I somebody don't, borrowed it without asking permanently. Yeah. So I don't have it. Yeah, I, I lost it during college because somebody somebody stole it. I lost a I lost a couple games. Like somebody stole my uh, Pokemon Puzzle League also, which really upset me because I liked that game a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, somebody swiped it. But we always had our doors open, so anybody could just go in and take it. Or maybe they told me they borrowed it and just forgot or something. I don't know. Either way, it disappeared. I didn't see it again. And I, I don't think I bought another one until it came out on Wii. So it had been. And But I had played it, like, so much in high school, you know, and it wasn't wasn't that big of a deal that it, that it was. I mean, I mean, it sucked that it was stolen, but I had played so much of it that I didn't need to buy it again. You know, it was already, like, a few years old. But did that game, uh, did that game come out at, like, at the very end of the year? Of the 64 launch, or did it come out at the very beginning of the next year? I don't remember. I remember it was around... came out in February of 97. Yeah, it was 97, right? Okay, because we didn't it mention... It came out in yeah. 1996 in Japan, so it was okay. pretty close to the launch window, but yeah, it came out about a month later in North America, and then it was a summer release for Europe. Okay, yeah, because I, I remember we didn't mention it in our launch window episode, and I, and I remember fa- playing it fairly early, like after the system came out, but... I didn't think it. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was if it was like around Christmas or after. 
I think there was a demo for it in stores back in the holiday of '96, if I remember correctly, because it was oh, it sure. was when everything like everything else was coming out. You yeah, know? Well, it was probably on that tape too, right? On the <laughs> on the Nintendo Power tape that they sent out. All the extra oh, right. shit on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. I like I like that game. It, I mean, this um, game's been a system seller. You know, Mario Kart's been a system seller ever since. Yeah. Well, 64. I don't think it was, you know, it came out, what, two or three years into the life of the Super Nintendo? Yeah, I missed so it. So yeah. it wasn't something they were, like, really touting a lot at launch, but ever since then, it's been, like, shown off at launch, some form of Mario Kart. I oh, think. sure. Yeah. Well, that's always what people are waiting for. Like, that's what got me to buy the 3DS was when the Mario Kart 7 came out. I was like, oh, okay, now I got to get it. Oh, yeah, man. Same here. Even though, I, I like I said before, I completely missed out on the Super Nintendo Mario Kart, unfortunately. I was more of an F-Zero guy, and I don't, I, I, it just completely passed me by. I like never didn't have much interest in it until it got to the 3D version. Played a lot of this game. Yeah. Growing. Well, yeah. especially the Super Nintendo, and then, yeah, the, subsequently the 64 version. Yeah, the 64 yeah. version was a lot of fun. We got it at the same time we got our 64, finally. It came with this, so. Yeah, I like It was like yeah. a bundle, but we bought like a used one that had a bunch of games with it. And it was the, I believe this is when you found out that Toad had such a high squealy voice in this game. Because yeah. <laughs> they gave everybody a voice and like, you know, some you, some you hadn't heard before. Like you heard Mario and Bowser in Super Mario 64, but like Wario and Luigi and like, you know, Peach and, and all them, like you had not heard them talk before. Well, you heard Peach in Super Mario 64. But the, the most surprising part was uh, Toad, was Toad's like blood curdling scream that you didn't know that he was high pitched. And that's what uh, that's what happened a lot with the sixty four games. So you want to segue into uh, we can segue into Star Fox sixty four from there, even though we talked about that before. But speaking of characters that you thought didn't have high squealy voices, they did that one. They did that too with uh, with poor old uh, Slippy when that, poor when old that Slippy. game came out. Yeah, he went from rip 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 to yeah. Well, he turned into oh my god, help me. <laughs> I liked him better. I liked him better when he was a big dumb frog before he turned into like. Annoying Freddy Cat Frog. I think he's a big dumb guy. Not like little I'm afraid of everything, dude. Yeah, and now we gotta know about his uncle and everything else. Grippy. <laughs> did you see I didn't mention any of it, but did you see any of the April Fool's stuff from last week on Saturday? Yeah, the, the, I fell for one of them. Oh yeah, I yeah, I fell for one of them. Unfortunately, I didn't fall. I, yeah, I don't think I fell for any of them. But the, but I like. I the, thought I thought it was a true. I really thought it was a Zelda spoiler, and I was just like, I saw it, and I'm like, damn it. I wish I didn't know that. I felt like I had oh Breath of the Wild thing. What was it? I didn't see it. Somebody did a thing where they said after you beat the game once, you can uh, control the guardians. Oh yeah, no, I did see I did see that, and I wasn't sure on it. I was like, I think this is an April Fool's thing. I fell for it, but that'd be cool. I was if, like, if you oh man, that seems really cool, but yeah, that's what I, I thought. wish. I wish yeah. I didn't know. I wish I would have discovered that myself. You know, that's how I felt. Yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, that'd be cool, but I don't think it's real. But yeah, there was uh, somebody like did a bunch of, like, Switch case mock-ups of, like, Wii U games. So I saw, like, Star Fox Guard Switch, and which wouldn't work. <laughs> and, like, uh, Star Fox Zero Switch, and, you know, like, Bayonetta 2 Switch, and uh, I think I think they threw, like, Wonderful One on 101 on there, or something like that on there, too. And But there was, like, a, yeah, they were, like, Christmas uh, Zelda Hero of Time collection was one of them that would have, like, the Ocarina and, and Majora's Mask on there. And I think there were some mock-ups of, like, Ani Link, Ani Link Amiibo mm-hmm. and another another Amiibo. I was hoping there would be more more Nintendo stuff. There was some sort of eight bit Fire Emblem thing, but yeah, I was I was hoping since the Switch was out that there would be more there would be more uh, April Fool stuff. My favorite thing there is, was one wasn't there one that was a uh, Pokemon Snap Switch or whatever. 
Didn't there wasn't there actually a oh, I didn't video see about that? I didn't see that one, but I'm, I'm sure somebody did it. I don't. Know, my favorite <laughs> my favorite ones was like the Light Boy Advance, the one where you had the giant where you had the giant gun that you used on your Game Boy Advance, where like <laughs> it was a it was a light the light gun advance, and it like. The gun, the barrel of the gun, took up the, about that, yeah. took up the entire screen of the Game Boy Advance. Uh-huh. <laughs> that one was my favorite one, and then like, they yeah, pushed all the way up to the screen. Yeah, and they had the um, they had the arcade stick advance also, which was like a giant arcade stick, and you stuck the Game Boy Advance in the middle of it. That one was pretty great too. <laughs> and the um, what was it the the Virtual Boy Advance? I actually fell for. Like I thought that was real, but they said they were going to come out with a, a red Game Boy Advance. That only had like shades of red and black. Uh-huh. It was just going to be black and red because that was a year. That was like the Pac-Man verse year or whatever when Nintendo was doing a lot of weird shit. So I believed uh-huh. that it was real because I felt like because they had done so much stuff that I was like, "Why are you doing this? This doesn't make any sense." So I fell for that one because it seemed like something they would do, you know, because they did so much dumb stuff. But uh, in the in the Legend of Zelda trailer, I thought it was pretty dope. Also, I don't yeah, I don't Legend know of I, Zelda trailer. Everybody, yeah. that's one that. People are still sore about years yeah. later, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think I might have thought that one was real, too. But it was pretty cool. Man, Maybe. I forgot about Light Boy Advance. That was so funny. <laughs> Light Boy Advance was awesome. Yeah, we should have done We should have done an April Fool's thing, but I didn't think about it. But, yeah, I just, yeah, round up some of that stuff. Um, what else? What else do we have for 64 games? Uh, I think, uh, well, Ogre Battle 64, we talked about that one briefly. That one's available on Virtual Console now. And it's a pretty penny to get the regular version, right? To get the actual, oh yeah, the the actual cartridge. That's still a game that I, I mean, I, I don't think I've played it since uh, we talked about it last. <laughs> I played it a little bit, and then I kind of just fell out of it. Well, Zelda came out too, so I got distracted. But those those are still games I'd like to get into. It's because people speak so well of them, you know. And I never really figured out the the strategy style of it. And I like those type of games, but it looks good. I remember looking all over for it when it came out. Like I, I think I had to rent it directly from from Blockbuster or something like that. I think it was one of those like weird exclusive things. But uh, yeah, I remember, I remember playing it, digging it. I really played this game, but it looks a little bit like Fire Emblem. Yeah, it does. It does, but it doesn't play like Fire Emblem. Like your guys kind of move on their own. Like you don't like you don't actually move them. It's not it's not like chess. So you have to kind of have everybody leveled up, I guess. It's, it's kind of hard to explain because I don't think I fully understood it yet. But it looks good. The characters look great, and the music's great, and the <clears throat> the story of what I saw is pretty good. But it's up there. Did you? Uh, speaking of like RPG stuff, you should. Uh, well, for one thing, you should try to find Quest sixty four while you're there. <laughs> See if you can find that one for really cheap. <clears throat> okay. At the at the um, just just out of curiosity, I know you said you wanted to play it, but you never played it. Yeah, I want to try it. I I know I'm gonna hate <laughs> it, but I still want to try it. It just it just wasn't what it wasn't what I wanted at the time. You know, because I wanted like something more like Final Fantasy, but I'm willing to give it another go. Like, unfortunately, I've been like really busy this week. I was actually gonna wanted to put a couple hours into it before I talked about it, but you know, if we both get a copy of it, we can try to play through it and do like a retrospective on it or something like that. But it was an interesting game. I mean, it looked it looked okay. It just uh, it wasn't the RPG that I wanted. Like, you only had one character, no party members. I don't think there was a whole lot of a story to it. It was just kind of. There was no separate battle scenes, which I guess isn't a bad thing. But, but yeah, it was uh, it was weird. It was, it was uh, I mean, I think I played through most of it, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't what I wanted. You know, I wanted more, more like the Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy stuff. But sixty four couldn't really handle that at the time, unfortunately. So I had to wait, I had to wait on those until GameCube. But at least there were more on that. The uh, I, I put some, I put some games on here to mention just to, just ones that were weird or that had strange stuff to them. 
I wanted to. It's not like it's by far not my favorite like sixty four game, but uh, Duke Nukem sixty four. I just wanted to put it on there because of just how bizarre they were with the with the censorship on it. We haven't really we haven't really talked a whole lot about it because you're not really into first person shooter games. But I thought the sixty four had a lot of good first person shooter stuff. Believe it mm-hmm. or not, and they made a port of Duke Nukem, and instead of like having any of the strippers and all that in there, they like replaced the strip club with like a with like a restaurant that serves human meat <laughs> instead of that, huh. which is like, uh, it's like, we don't like sex, but we'll go like the whole other side and do like disturbing violent stuff. So it's like, uh, I think they're both pretty bad. And in like, in, instead of killing the captured girls, you could like, you could like teleport them away. But aside from all that weird stuff, it, it ran really well. And it was the first game I played where you could, uh, where you had bots in there, where you could put bots in there for the deathmatch. And I like that you could play single-player deathmatch because there weren't any games like that where you could do that. So I enjoyed that when it came out. I, I bought it for full price, and I still have it. I just it. looked up the uh, IGN review for it. And guess who did the review? Matt Casmasina? No. Close, Craig, though. Craig Harris? He's still he's still on NBC. He's still on NBC? Yeah. Pierre? Yep. <laughs> Pierre Schneider reviewed it? On November fourteenth, 1997, nearly what, 20 years ago. What did he give it, an 8.4? Or is it lower than that? I thought they I thought they reviewed it. Okay. You're good, man. You're close. It's it's an eight. Oh yeah, I figured it was an eight. I figured it was an eight somewhere. I don't think because I don't think they gave it a bad review. Because I probably would have not. Because I got it after it came out, and I probably would have gotten it later if they reviewed it badly. But I just I just flat out bought it, and I enjoyed it. It's fun for what it was. I mean, if you like those type of games. But uh, I just I just think it's interesting. Like there's I mean there's a good there's a couple first person shooter ones. Like I did I like I could mention Doom sixty four because that's like one of my favorite first-person shooter games on 64, but I, we already talked about that one in the uh, Halloween episode when I was talking about creepy games because I thought that game kind of freaked me out. And I could mention Quake 64, but that one's not as good as Quake 2, which is not Quake 2 64, it's just called Quake 2. But that one was I felt was done much better on the system than the first one was because that one actually used the expansion pack and they made it run really smoothly, so it played a lot better. Did you uh, did you have anything else on your list that, uh, that we missed for uh, for best of? I don't think so. Did you have any uh, worst of or missed opportunity or whatever? Same, I think it was the same one you had. Yeah. Quake? I or, thought uh, we should just mention. Quest? <laughs> no, Superman. Oh, yeah. Well, Superman isn't actually Superman 64, though, right? It's just Superman? It's just known colloquially as Superman 64, but yeah, it's yeah. just called Superman. Yeah, when I was looking on the car- on the cartridge. Yeah, when I was looking through the games, I was disappointed that a lot of them that I thought had 64 in there didn't have it on there. Because like, I wanted to talk about like Mystical Ninja. Like the, and I thought that was Mystical yeah. Ninja 64, but it's not on there. Because that's a game I really want to play through again, because I loved the shit out of that game when I was in high school. Because it had like so much weird, bizarre Japanese stuff in it. But um, yeah, it's not on there. And there there were a couple other ones I thought had 64 on there, but they didn't, unfortunately. But um, yeah, there was the, there were just a couple that I wanted to, that I wanted to talk about real quick before we, before we go out. Uh, on, my, on my list of weird stuff, I put uh, Mega Man 64 on there, which I mentioned at the top of the show. That was that Mega Man Legends game where like he didn't have a hat and he like walked around in a 3D space, but you turned with like left and right and it was really hard to shoot anything. I don't know if you played that game. It was on PlayStation also, like PlayStation One. But I was uh, like I was looking forward to playing it because I was a big fan of Mega Man X, and it was just remember being an incredible disappointment to me. And I think I waited for it for a while to come to 64, and then I came out. I was like, what is what is this game? It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know if you ever got to play that one, but it was uh, it was not not what I expected. Nope, never played it. <laughs> the uh, the control wasn't there. Did you ever did you ever play Shadowgate sixty four? I know we talked about Shadowgate 
in that other episode, like Shadowgate and uh, what was the other one? The Deja Vu. I never played the 64 versions of those. Well, there wasn't a Deja Vu 64, but there was a Shadowgate so, 64. But... but it was like the same, you know, the same company did both of them. And I know you you ended up buying both of them, right, for NES? Or no, you got them for Game Boy, right? You bought them on yep. eBay? Well, I have the I have the one for NES, and then I have the one Shadowgate for the Game Boy. Oh, okay. Because I thought that because wasn't there because wasn't there a Deja Vu one and two that came out for Game Boy Advance or Game Boy or Game Boy Regular for Game Boy Color? But it's yeah. kind of it's a little pricey. I haven't oh, it's a, it yet. Oh, it's a little rare. Oh, okay. Especially since they're not that great of games, really. Yeah. They're they're nostalgic, but they're not that great. Yeah. Well, I mean, Shadowgate sixty four was no way as good as the NES one, but it was just interesting that they made that they made a sequel to that like so le- so much later in the life cycle. Mm-hmm. It's like the only thing I just wanted to point out about it because I think it came out. Well, I guess it came out like not that long after they re released it on Game Boy Color. So I thought maybe I guess they thought maybe people might be into it. It wasn't as fun, but it was you know it was like a first person adventure type game, and I thought I remember it looking okay. For what it was, that's like another game I wouldn't mind like getting a hold of for cheap and trying it again. I'm sure I could find it probably if anybody has it, just to give it a run. And uh, of course, we can't end the show with men- without mentioning our favorite 64 game of all time. I know you have it, of course. Sweet Super Mario, or not? <laughs> that's like my real favorite 64 game of all time. No, uh, Donkey Kong 64. We haven't even mentioned it. I know you. I know you bought that one right for Wii U. I think you told me you did. Yep. You bought the retro version. I have it. Or the uh, re-release. I heard that, uh, did you see that Like somebody found like a cheat in that or something Like way later? They found like some bananas that had never been found before. I, and <laughs> I don't nobody know if looked. it was a cheat. They were just really hard <laughs> to find. Yeah. They, they never found them because nobody collected 100 bananas in every level with every character, which you had to do in that game, which was ridiculous. But, I mean, these were like people that are, like had obsessed over the game. There's a community of them. Yeah, other people, Those people that have tried getting all the bananas and beating the record of how many bananas you could get and stuff. Oh yeah, sure. Well, people who are probably like setting out to do like to break like Twin Galaxy records or something like that, right? Like for most banana connect co- collected or person who played uh, this game for the most and didn't go crazy or <laughs> played it, played it without breaking the system. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I tried. I really tried to like that game. I mean, I even, like, I used to play it in college, and I had, like, a notebook because I had to take notes, like, as, like, which bananas I got from who and what level. And I'm like, this is way too much. It's like I'm putting way too much effort into this. <laughs> this game should be fun to play, not just – I shouldn't have to take notes, you know. It shouldn't be this difficult. But I did like that they had the original Donkey Kong hidden in there. That was cool. But you have to beat the oh, whole – yeah, you have yeah. to beat it. But you have to beat the whole thing in order to get all of the stars. And I think I kind of gave up there because I was like, there's no way I'm going to beat that game. And even after – the and even the end boss was, like, not all that impressive. Just kind of – I don't know. It just seemed to kind of miss the mark, I guess. wasn't quite what what I really wanted from that from that series. But I don't know. I still have the game, though. So <laughs> – and, and I got the expansion pack for my 64 so I could play it now. So, well, we can do that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, uh, just talk about 64 for a little bit. This is kind of a shorter episode just because there's not a whole lot going on. And both of us have to get up fairly early in the morning. So I think we'll put a pin in it there. That's cool.
you want to talk about a little of our Zelda updates or we oh, could sure. save that for the future too? I mean, is there anything? I don't feel like I've done a whole lot since we talked last. Cause last I really time, haven't. I've just yeah. beat, I've just gotten through some stuff I was putting off. I mean, you probably got out of. you probably got to the Yika clan, right? And did all that stuff. I've gotten to them, but I still haven't beaten that part. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I got That's through there. That's another part that I just I was I did a couple times. It was starting to frustrate me, so I just ran and do a bunch of quests. Got distracted. Oh, okay. Started collecting shrines again. Yeah. Like, went on a shrine binge, and uh, decided I wanted to beat some of the ones I was putting off. So I went and beat the island finally. Oh, okay. That's cool. And that was it. Was kind of fun. My approach to it, I think. Yeah, it's not that. It it's not that bad. A lot of fun. It was. <laughs> I didn't like it so much at first, and then now I'm realizing in retrospect that it was one of the coolest. Yeah, parts of the game I think so far. Did you steal a? Did you steal the weapons off of the Hynax's necklace when you beat him? No, that's what. That's how I beat him. Because like he'll, you know, like when he reaches down for you, or like when he falls down or sits down or whatever, you can you can steal the weapons off his necklace. So I and uh, so I on that on the island, I did that. I took his weapons and killed him with it. Killed him with them. I kept like getting everything and then getting to the Hynax and then dying on the Hynax. And uh, and so that pissed me off. So my last time through it, I decided to go straight to the Hynox with nothing. I didn't have anything. Oh yeah, I'm, like, I'm gonna try to I'm beat him beat first, this motherfucker, yeah. just with my wits. Well, I I did. I got him. I did similar to the first time I ever beat a Hynox. I got him where he was chasing me like around a boulder. Oh okay. And I could just get at him. But what I was doing because I didn't have any weapons <laughs> was I was uh I discovered in a shrine because you have to do it in a shrine. Yeah. That your two type of bombs, you can do both of them at the same time. Like oh yeah, oh yeah, no, have I, both of them deployed. Yeah, I wonder if that was the so same while one, I was at. While but, one's yeah, recharging, cool. I would throw the other one, and then I'd switch back to the other one and throw it. Oh okay. And I just kept yeah. hit, I just kept hitting it with bombs over and over again. It was really repetitive and annoying, but it worked. Yeah, I actually did that for a while before I went down and fought him. I did it from the cliff because, like that cliff yeah. above there, you can just drop bombs at him, and he won't do anything. He'll just like lay back down and go to sleep, and then you can like throw another bomb at him, and then he wakes up, and then he goes back to sleep. So I did that. I did that to get about like forty percent of his health gone, and then I went down there and fought him and stole the and stole the weapon from his. Yeah, I threw the bombs down from the cliff, and I took like forty percent off of his health from that, and then I went down there and fought him because I kind of got I got bored of throwing bombs at him, but I put a dent in him from the top there just because I same thing. I was it was the first time. Well, I think I had fought him before and died, and I and I had done like the other two parts, yeah. Before that, and I was too afraid of like dying and having to start all over again, so I kind of like you know threw a lot of bombs at him, and he'll like like I said he'll he'll like wake up and then go back to sleep, and then you can bomb him again, and then he'll wake up again and he'll go back to bed. He doesn't really like come after you because he can't see you because you're up on because you're up on the hill. So that's another way to do it. But yeah, there's a, I th I think I had a harder time with the guys up on the hill by there, you know, like, because the, there's a bunch of big Moblin dudes over there. I yeah, think yeah, they yeah. killed me pretty quickly. Right. Well, my whole approach to it just was weird because I, I did that. I, I killed him, and it, it was really grueling. Then I'm like, crap, now I can't mess up. And, like, so I got really tense. Like, it was fun, though. It made it more fun because I was really, really, like, you gotta be stressed out about yeah. how to beat this. And so I, uh, from the from him, I went up and, yeah, killed those guys up on top. Not the not the tall guys, but the little guys, and then the, um, the you know, the one with have the little electric guys bouncing around them. Oh yeah, kill all those guys off, and then went to the last part, and then just ran as fast as I could to get past all the bad guys. Got up on the hill, back behind them, and then kind of did like you were saying earlier with the bombs, throw oh, yeah. bombs at them, sure, kill them all off, and then I got really lucky, and a lightning storm started. Oh yeah, and they got struck and by killed, lightning. And it yeah. killed them. 
few of them off for me. And so I went down and yeah, I completed the completed the thing. But well, after I got the ball from the uh, the Hinox, actually, I forgot to to mention it, it. I ended up accidentally throwing it into the ocean, and I'm like, fuck. And it took me like 20 minutes to get it out of the ocean using my uh, <laughs> using my, the uh, my ice ability. Oh, the, you can mag, you can't magnesis it out of there. Probably. No, no. Yeah. So I had ended up pushing it like all the way down the coast, and I ended up putting that ball from the uh, Hinox all the way like on the other side of the island oh, into yeah. that the one that's all the way towards the beginning where you land. Oh yeah. So it, it was very you know I had my own experience with it and yeah, it was weird but it worked out okay and I'm happy it's finally done. Yeah, I really like that island. I wish there I don't know if there are but I wish there were more like that. Where you could, you know, where they take all your weapons from you. Like I, I had a guy had a good time with that. I mean, I, I died a couple times, but I enjoyed playing it. I thought it was a cool. I thought it was a cool thing. I liked that. I like those where they like bring you back to the basics and all the stuff that you have isn't worth anything anymore at the moment. The other, you know, yeah. The other night I was getting ready to go to bed. I'd had a couple of drinks. I mean, I wouldn't say I was like wasted or anything, but yeah. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go try to fight Ganon. I don't know why I, did, I just thought I was gonna do that. Because you were so wasted. <laughs> You're like Ganon, fuck you. I'm man. like, I'm gonna go to Ganon I'm run, now. I'm running. So through. I went to Hyrule Castle and got all the way to Ganon. Oh, you did? Yeah, I got all oh, the way geez. to him and didn't beat him. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't know what he after, looks like. After I got to him, I was like, oh man, yeah. I can't believe I'm this close to the end of the game that I can act. Yeah. Like I probably could beat it if I went back to him a couple more times and tried. Yeah, I've seen I've seen uh I've seen a lot of people online being like I beat Zelda now, what should I do? <laughs> you know, or being like yeah. I, I beat Zelda what now with the Switch. I guess some people are getting Lego City Undercover like people who didn't play it before or don't have Wii U's. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of people, you know, a lot of people completing it and all that. And I'm just Well, I, yeah. I'm scared. I still yeah. haven't gotten the fourth Guardian. Yeah. I haven't even gotten to the I'm... third one. I got distracted like exploring other stuff around there. But yeah, I'm not really I'm not really in uh, that much of a hurry to just beat it. I like just walking around and you know just messing around with the game, which is Me really too, cool. Yeah, I just I just like to explore explore the areas that I haven't found stuff in. I'll be sad when I find the last shrine. I'm sure, and there won't be any more shrines. I saw somebody posted a video of uh, basically you can make yourself fly. Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't fully look into that, but it's like a. It's like a box within another box or something like that, or within another yeah. metal thing. And I sort of got it to work, but I did it with two carts, because there's like those carts that you'll, you'll run into like these metal carts at one point. And uh, I just put a cart on top of another cart, and the very first time I tried it, it worked. Yeah. And then I, hadn't been able, I haven't been able to duplicate it since then. It oh. didn't work as well as that video I watched oh. got me really, really high up in the air. Mm. Much higher than like Go- Go- Dolly's Gale or whatever his name is. Robbie's Gale, but uh, Robbie's Gale, whatever that the, the spell is that Robbie gave you. Oh you yeah, fly up in the air. yeah yeah yeah. The one that lifts you. I saw a video. I saw a very early video of a guy making a flying boat. Have you seen that? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah the, where, um, where you use the, the Oct- Octorock balloons. Yeah, the Octorock balloons to to float a balloon to float a boat. But I didn't try that. It looked like kind of a pain in the ass, so I didn't really <laughs> I didn't really try it. Yeah, I've been I've been stocking up on the balloons just so that I'll have a bunch whenever I feel like playing around with that. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of them, but I never tried, like, floating bombs or anything like that. So I guess it would be, it would help for, like, those, uh, you know, some of those skull areas that have, like, you know, that have, like, the TNT in there that you can't get to. But I've also just been going around and slaughtering guardians like I'm at that stage, too. Yeah, and you're like, fuck you for killing me. I've hated you for a whole month, and I'm going to kill you. (laughs) 
I have like I have like seven night shields, so I guess I could go over there and just deflect their eyes back at them because I've been just col- collecting those silver night shields, which are which are fairly durable and they'll ref- they'll reflect the uh, laser. Actually, yeah, I never told you my next door neighbor who lives in the same duplex I live in. He has a switch. Yeah, but I haven't hung out with him with the switch or anything. But he he went to like a midnight release. And he actually had been filling out surveys for GameStop, and I guess that you like accumulate credit that way. And he'd oh. been doing it for years, and he had oh, enough wow. accumulated where he was able to get the switcher free. Oh, jeez. I had never heard of such a thing. That's he said it's something that. they don't offer anymore, and that it's something that... Got, like, grandfathered uh, in? He, like, gra- got to keep yeah. his credit. He was, like, grandfathered in or whatever. Oh, wow. Crazy. So that's cool. But, yeah, he he told me with the Guardians, you can deflect them with any shield. Oh, yeah, but some of them will break when you do it. Yeah. So it has to be, like, a decent de- defense and, like, has to have decent durability. But I've had the best luck with the. He with, said he with used a moblin shields. shield and it worked, or yeah, like a wooden moblin shield and it was able to deflect it. Oh well, because I, I had it. I did it with a weaker shield and it, and it burned. Okay, like, I still like I, like successfully I def- done it. Like burr, I, def- burr, burr. I still haven't successfully done a shield deflect. Oh, yeah, I just I just get up close to him, hit him in the eyeball, and then kill him with the master sword. Oh, oh yeah, because that uh, yeah I haven't tried killing any of them with the master sword. The master sword like it's supposed to be more powerful, right? Yeah, I just shoot him with the ancient arrows. <laughs> that's what well, I. Well, I've been trying to stock. I've been trying to stock up on those. Yeah. I have like twenty five of them. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm no, trying I, not to use them, but I used one. I had on, like three, and I just and I used them on three guys. I used one on a Lionel. <laughs> was this no Lionel? <laughs> it was the Lionel in the Coliseum, and I was just like, for one, I got I got a Lionel mask from the monster guy. Yeah, I still haven't found him again. And uh, and I and I wanted to test it out, so I went to that Lionel and I hung out, and he's just standing there looking at me. Yeah, like anywhere I go, he'd like stare at me. Yeah, <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. So I pull out my uh, bow. I'm like, I'm gonna hit him, take away a bunch of his life, and then run up to him and hit him. You know, run up and freeze him, and yeah. blah blah. I yeah, had yeah. this strategy of mine. So I was like, I'll open the attack with the ancient arrow. So I shoot him with an ancient arrow, and then he kind of like blocks it, and I see like flash of light. And then I'm like, all right, where is he? And he's gone. I killed him in one hit. Oh. Oh no! Nice. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "But yeah. he didn't leave any drops, so that's oh. the trade-off, I think." Oh, that's too bad. So that's, I think I have bad, to wait for the blood yeah. moon to bring him back. Oh, yeah, I had a I actually ran into sort of a blood moon uh, glitch. You know, like how people have say have been saying that they've gotten like five blood moons in a row. I've gotten two or three in a row before. That happened to me. But let me ask you this: like when it gets in, when it gets to being like multiple ones, do you ever see the full cutscene where it shows the blood moon? Where it shows everybody come back to life. I'll see it maybe once, but not over and over again. Okay, because that's what's been ha- what was happening to me. Because I would be like outside, and the moon would be rising, and I'd go into a shrine, and I'd come out, and it'd be day. But then that night, the blood moon would rise again, and I'd go into another dungeon, another shrine, and then come out, and then it'd be daytime. So the blood moon would keep rising every day until I actually saw that cutscene. To where it shows everybody coming back to life. That's what was happening to me. So if Crazy. you so if you keep leaving and don't let the blood moon go up all the way, you will you'll never it, it'll keep coming up. Like that's what kept happening to me because I went and did the I went and did the quest where you have to stand on the thing in your shorts, like with the uh-huh. blood moon, and all you have to do is just stand there, and then the and then the shrine comes up. So then I went into the shrine, and the blood and the blood moon never got to its like midnight point. So it didn't happen. So like the next day, the moon was rising again, and it'll like do that. It'll do that forever, I guess, until it actually gets to a midnight point, and every night will be a blood moon. 
you know, because last time I was talking about how I went into that like frozen thing and I thought it was going to be frozen when I came out because I thought the guys would be back to life, but they weren't. It was the next day, but nothing had happened. Like nobody had been resurrected because I was in the shrine. So I guess that negates the blood moon because you have to be outside. But then it'll keep like happening every night. The time that I had the you, glitch you know. was uh, I skipped the cutscene. And then I had a, like two or three blood moons after that. And I'm like, what the hell? But it yeah. stopped after that, and I, it hasn't okay. happened again since then. Yeah, yeah. I got but like, I did. It wasn't. Uh, I didn't think it had anything to do with going into a shrine. In my case. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I got three in a row because of the shrine stuff. <laughs> but that was because, like I said, I went. It was coming up, and I'm like, I'll deal with this later. I went into a shrine. I come out. It's like five in the afternoon, five in the evening, and then I see the blood moon rising again, and I go to that spot and do. And then. You know, the right, the shrine goes up, I go in there, same thing, come out, it's like in the morning. And then the next night it's there again. I'm like, oh shit. So then I just let it rise and then it stopped doing it. But it'd be fun to see how long you could keep that going. <laughs> just keep going inside every time you see a blood moon. And then just keep pushing it, you know, so it won't yeah. happen. That's an interesting trick. I'll try to do that next time I see a blood moon. I'll just like warp to a shrine and go in there and wait it out. <laughs> and then see it later. But yeah, I think we're good, right? Or do you want, do you want to talk more? I think we're good. Okay. Well, this has been episode 64, bringing you 64 bits of greatness from uh, your source for Nintendo Switch news and 3DS news and Wii U and all that stuff, hopefully. Uh, we've been your host. I'm Trey uh, Duke Nukem 64 Johnson. And I'm Jeremy keeping it pro Mikowski. Yeah, still keeping it pro. Always pro. And uh, this has been, like I said, episode 64. Uh, go to our website, nintendomainpodcast.com. If you are in the Midwest and at the Midwest Gaming Classics, come say hello to us. I'm sure we'll, we'll be there. You know, we'll be hanging out. We'll be trying to get other people who do podcasts there to be guests and all that and other stuff. So hopefully we'll get to get to get to talk to you and you know hang out and have a drink and whatnot. Um, but until then, stay uh, saucy or something. <laughs> keep your bits high. Yeah. Until then, uh, keep your bits in uh, two number form. Keep it in 64. Don't keep it any higher. Don't go any higher than that. Because you don't do that. Keep it low poly. That's where it's at. Nice place to be. Keep your textures nice and smeary looking. (laughs) Yeah, keep everything muddy. And keep that fog out. Make it look nicer. Rock out with your fog out. (laughs) Rock out with your fog out. Thanks for listening. See you next week. See ya.